Hello and welcome to another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. I'm Dino Varelli, founder and CEO of Project Purple. And today we have a special episode that was recorded at the third annual Charity Golf Classic. Before we get to the episode, I just wanted to share some of my thoughts on this year's event being our third year in a row hosting our Charity Golf Classic at Shorehaven Country Club. When we started this idea of putting on a physical golf outing here in the state of Connecticut, um, we were a little apprehensive to say the least because we didn't know with all that we have done in the endurance community, if a golf outing would be a success. Quickly, in three years, this has become a signature event from a golfing perspective, from the corporate sponsors that have come on board to support our mission, the participants who play the, the round of golf uh, on the day of the event, and to all the many volunteers and families that get involved from not only being at the event, but also supporting the event in various ways from our raffles to our auctions that happen the day of the event. And to now what's become the last two years has become really a signature event for us with our Hall of Fame induction. Last year, we inducted our first two people into the Project Purple Hall of Fame. And this year we inducted two more people, which has just become kind of a signature event for us and something that's probably hard to put into words for me as the founder of Project Purple, how much it means to recognize individuals who really embody what the Project Purple community is with our Hall of Fame. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We had a lot of fun uh, recording this on site at Shorehaven Country Club in Norwalk. Please uh, bear with us as it was a windy day, uh, the day of the golf outing on June 5th. But I think you'll you'll see with the episode, with the interviews, the people we interviewed, how much fun it was. And um, I'm just really proud of the team here at Project Purple, proud of everyone who has been involved with this Project Purple Charity Golf Classic from the very beginning to see where we've come in three years. And I can't wait to see this thing continue to grow year after year. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. All right, I'm up here in beautiful Norwalk, Connecticut at Shorehaven Country Club at the third annual Charity Golf Classic. And I've got a special guest, two special guests here first but with me. But first, we're going to go to, the wind is brutal, Kevin Spees, a.k.a. The Grill Guy. Yes, sir. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, grill Guy, Kevin Spees, Kevin. Why? I, I got to ask, Kevin. Yeah. Why are you called The Grill Guy? Uh, it, it's kind of, it's become a little bit of a mystery because I do not grill. Uh, I'm not even much of a guy. No, uh, I, I am a guy. I, I do grill seasonally. Uh, I don't really uh, film it for content anymore. Um, but I did initially, if you go back to my videos, like two years ago, it was very much a grilling account. I quickly realized I'm not good at grilling or cooking. Um, and I'm also not funny when I'm grilling. So I figured if I'm going to do this, I should do what I'm best at. And that is uh, making fun of myself and my wife. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I do now. So would you, you're, 
social media influencer yeah. content creator content creator influencer i mean whatever yeah it's very weird uh speaking of golf courses like i'll go out and golf by myself and having a conversation with older fellas about what i do for a living is always very interesting <laughs> so what do you do i just say i i work in social media and they're like oh and that confuses them enough that they don't ask any more questions <laughs> so that's where i leave it really all right then we leave it there we won't be asking any more questions i did no. have a couple questions like do you enjoy the Traeger or like are you more of oh, like yeah. a, a traditional grill or like that now they grilling I feel and I guess I'll just say this like yeah. grilling has become such a like like almost like a profession yeah like there's it's like people are into it man they've and got the 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 green what are those green gr- things big green egg Thank yeah you. yeah as much and as I, I know I think like also what what happened is COVID hit and everybody got a hobby and it was like if you were a white dude in your 30s you grilled or you got into like ipas one of the two (laughs) and (laughs) a lot of people both and so like there's so many more people that are into grilling now so yeah i do have a traeger traeger was really good to me they sent me a a couple traegers actually um yeah, but I did have I did have a couple um, mishaps. But in any event, I, what I really like to do is, um, and what I really want is a flat top. You know, those like flat the top griddle. Yeah, the griddle, because those you can do breakfast on, yeah. cheese steaks. You know, so I haven't invested in one of those yet, but hopefully soon. Yeah, that's become really popular. I feel like I do follow some yeah. folks that are in the food, and I I have seen a lot of griddles, those flat tops, recently. smash burgers. Everyone's doing yeah, the smash burger yeah. concept. Like everything's like kind of almost goes like in a cycle, right? Yes. Like it's trends. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So what happened Thanksgiving? Did you have a Thanksgiving mishap? <laughs> I had a little bit of a mishap. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to bury uh or, or talk bad about any but uh i had i had a traeger last you know the thanksgiving before and i wrapped the turkey in bacon uh, well first i spatchcocked the turkey which isn't a curse spatchcock is not a curse it's a technique and it's a hard technique it's a hard for technique. those that have never done it okay yeah. so I, my wife and i tried to do that and okay. i was like I didn't have the right scissors, the right knife. If you don't have the proper equipment, you got to get the right stuff. And I did. And so the first year I spatchcocked it, I laid a bacon weave on top of it. I put it on the Traeger and it was, and while doing that, I also deep fried a turkey. So I had a deep fried turkey and a Traeger turkey. And we first tried the deep fried turkey. And at that moment when I ate the deep fried turkey, it was the best turkey I ever had. Then I tried the bacon Traeger turkey, and then that took top spot. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm done with the deep frying. I'll just do two turkeys on the Traeger because we have a big family that comes and whatever. Two is probably too much anyway, but I, I did it. I bacon wrapped both of them. And I think what happened was it was too much bacon and it set both turkeys completely ablaze. Oh. Uh, like fully burning turkey. So I go out to, oh, this is like 11 o'clock in the morning. We're supposed to eat at one. I go open the thing. And I'm Flames just, yeah, I, I, my eyebrows almost get burnt off. I mean, it was a full blown fire. It was like a, it's kind of a issue, honestly. I turn the grill off. The fire dies down. Turkeys are ruined. I immediately call a local deli that I knew was doing catering, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you gotta give me." So they saved me. We got we got a turkey on the table. Then we had three turkeys because the other two ended up being fine. We ended up cooking the rest in the oven. Just had a char on it, but yeah, yeah. So now I'm, not, I'm no longer a grill guy. I'm just guy, I guess. Just guy. Yeah. Wow. So I haven't really grilled since then. <laughs> so hearing you say that, I my first thought goes to 
Christmas vacation when Dude. they get the turkeys and they're super well done and they're just it Clark's was, crunching on it. That's <laughs> the gravy. It was literally. I felt like Clark Griswold. It was like one of my first big holidays. You know, it was the first one that my son was going to be like. My son was a year and a half, so he was like going to be up for dinner, and I just blew it. So now for years, I'll just hear about about blowing that that Thanksgiving. I still hear about it almost every day. Yeah. So, well. We just heard about it here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so what brings you here today to the, the Charity Guelph Classic? Yeah. Um, well, my, my good friend here, Ryan Welsh, we've been best friends since we were little, wee little boys. Uh, he's very involved in, in the charity. He's like the, as you know, the, the run coach for all the runners. Um, lost his mother to pancreatic cancer in 2015. And, uh, you know, I was very close to the family. They took me in when I was a kid. I lived for, you know, extended periods of time with their family. Um, so I've always kind of known the uh, charity from afar. And then recently in 2019, I got cancer too, because I really wanted to join the cancer club. And <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I didn't want to do that. But I had, um, I had, I had cancer, went through a summer of chemo. And so now with, with having, being lucky enough to have a little bit of a following, I always like to get involved in any type of charity, any, any type of awareness I can bring to the disease and to, um, treat, you know, research and treatment of the disease. I try to, so I, I basically just asked Ryan if I could tag along here today. So here we are. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And Ryan, I want to get you here on the mic real quick. I'm, so, I'm basically like the Tom Thibodeau of the <laughs> golf outing. What one might say <laughs> <laughs> the, the coach, as, as you've been referred to all day. I think everyone I, like, keeps, I didn't realize yeah, it. Like, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, he's the coach. He, the, coach. the coach, help the coach up. He's the coach. Um, this is your first time here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Well, as we pulled up, we were just blown away by the setup here. I mean, like the power of like what this group puts together um, never ceases to amaze me. Um, and the amount of support and involvement you get from people that have been impacted by this disease that um, want to be here, want to contribute their hard-earned dollars to something that makes a difference. Um, and like Kevin being here, wanting to help drive awareness to, to this sort of charity. Um, you know, like I, I was having a conversation with someone earlier and it's like, this is like, you know, what happens? You're in this fraternity that no one wants to be in, but if you're here, you've been impacted by something pretty deep. And, um, the fact that you've now have shown up means you want to like, you know, have some meaning and some purpose behind, uh, driving awareness, uh, towards this disease. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. I mean, I, I don't take clearly this course is amazing, you know, uh, yeah, but this, uh how'd you get on the, how'd you get the course? Uh, <laughs> that's a long story. Uh, we've, we found a way it's a private club. It's one of the, uh, I, I it, it, there's only, I, I believe in Fairfield County, Connecticut. So in this part of Connecticut, there's only two courses on the water, this and Fairfield Country Club, which is a little bit further north. Uh, but it's just stunning, right? Like you've got Long Island Sound, you know, you've got just this beautiful link style course. And, you know, the course has been great. This is our third year here. We've always had really, really great weather. It's a little windy today as our audience listening can probably hear some some wind in, in us talking, but just beautiful, right? Just beautiful. And, and, you know, we've grown over the years with the signage and everything that we put up. And, you know, Ryan, I know you've been involved with us a couple 
races and you've been around since 2015 because we met when your mom was just diagnosed. Um, so you and I have known each other. So it's, it's just a little bit different because I know you've been involved with coming to the races, the expo. Well, when I first got involved, I was like saying to Kevin when we were pulling up, you know, we were trying to to remember how long ago you started this, which was 2010, as evidenced by the awesome crew neck sweatshirts <laughs> over there. Um, and and so, you know, like when, when I had met you back in 2014, 15, it was, I, I mean, like, if I'm trying to remember, like, you were like a one-man show back no, then. I was like three. Two or three. Two, yeah, two yeah. or three. Yeah. But I remember the day we met was at the New York City Half Marathon Expo. Expo, yeah. And you, yeah, you ran. That was your oh, first you half ran, marathon. Kevin yeah. ran that. And, uh, oh, God. As the wind. As the just wind. Just a play by play. Uh, there was a huge tent that blew. Uh, almost tragedy almost struck and that the tent was just blowing over thank god there were people there someone's got a we, we gotta we gotta bolt down these tents over here i thought that was weighted down <laughs> you would think scary. it was uh we won't tell which tent it was because that won't be good for business but that's not good okay <laughs> on with the show here as, so, as, as we were saying didn't blow over the prize table which it did not uh i think some of the prizes flew over hopefully uh yeah wow well, that's what happens sometimes when you do a live show that things happen. <laughs> Showbiz, baby. <laughs> As they call it in the biz, right? You just keep rolling. Uh, yeah, 2014. And that uh, and that was probably one of the coolest expo, expo venues in the old post office for the New York yes. City. But now it's part of Penn Station. Yeah, now it's part of Penn Station. But yeah. you walked by and... I think at the same time or shortly thereafter, you had reached out and then your sister had joined another charity, which is great. Fred's team, awesome group. Yep. Your mom was being treated at Sloan, I believe. Yep, yep. And then we didn't see each other for a couple years and fit, not even a couple years, a couple months, yeah. right? And fate would have it. You're running the marathon. Right. So it was we, like seven months later, the yeah. marathon that fall. Yeah. And your mom had passed, right? Like five days before. Five days before the yeah. marathon. And here we are hugging it out in Brooklyn. And you told me the story. And I just never forget that. I stopped that. during you the stopped race and told to talk yeah, to me. I like, still, I, I yeah. have those pictures. And then the rest is history, right? You run yeah. with us in Boston. When we were in the Boston Marathon, you come to Chicago. We do the video. Yep. We even did a little soiree out in Napa and Sonoma. Yeah, Napa. That's right. <laughs> Napa and Sonoma. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I totally forgot about yeah, that, that was one. A fun one. And then, you know, then you come back, you're in Brooklyn, you know, you're running, you've done the the spin event, we've done plenty of fundraisers. Yeah. You get married, you leave your job, you go to North Carolina, now you come back. I know this is there's a lot of details in between, but I'm just yeah, trying to shorten yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, fast forward to how I and now you're the run coach coaching, for yeah. us, right? And and like you you transition. When I met you, you were this big shot. At Bank of New York. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Youngest senior vice president in the history of the bank. I know he wouldn't say that, but I remember that. I remember that, Ryan. And then you had a great career at Salesforce. And then now you're doing something that you really love, which you're working with teams and individuals, not only us. We love having you here because you're doing a great job with the teams. But you also work with other charities as well, yeah. which is just awesome. And, you know, to piggyback with Kevin, like, you know, I'm always amazed at why people do what they do, you know, and, and being charitable, everyone says, Hey, I want to be charitable, but to actually physically do that, to come here on a day or to come here, you know, on your day off 
and to, to be involved and to help social media and to, to help the teams. It's just so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, I always say, um, like, to people I'm coaching or even, like, you know, like, the people showing like, it's so easy to to just say no, right? It's so easy to just do nothing, right? Because it requires no effort inherently. Um, and when I coach people, you know, like I, I always say to them, there's, there's moments in your training that are going to be hard. There's moments in the race that are going to be hard. Um, and you know, like that's okay. That's good. Because if it was easy, not everyone would be doing it. Like, uh, you know, so I, I kind of love that about running about, you know, like giving back stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's easy to just say no, but, uh, like to, to be able to like, actually like, you know, Kevin coming up here and doing all this stuff with it. Um, it makes it extra special. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that. I love it. Where is we're, we're going to end this because I know we, we uh, we're going to get out and see some golfers and you guys have to head back. For people listening at home, where's the best place to learn about Welsh training? I know you've got a great you've done an amazing you and your wife. Don't forget, Kara have done a great job for those that live in northern New Jersey or in Red Bank, which yeah. is not necessarily, I guess, yeah. no, but your Red Bank run club is all, I am so jealous because I want to go, but it's, it's kind of far for me, man. I just want to say, uh, it is not a running club. It's actually a disruption in the run space <laughs> and it's a group of like-minded people that are, have common goals. So it's not a run club. It's actually a disruption. disruption. So I just okay. wanted to make that clear. Um, what's yeah. the best place for people to learn about your coaching and then also learn more about the Red Bank Run Club? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, R Welsh underscore coaching on Instagram. Um, you can always find me there, DM me there, even if you just want questions, some advice, like whatever it is. Um, at Red Bank Run Club uh, on Instagram as well. We share out stuff. We do two or three runs a week. Sometimes it's with coffee. Sometimes it's with beers. Sometimes maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, but it's a great group. And I think like what's been fun about that is like we moved somewhere new. We didn't really know many people, but we knew we liked to run. And, you know, we knew that people find community and um, enjoyment in getting some miles in together and having some beers together. So it's been fun to like kind of actually feel like we're really becoming a staple within the community and making some other friends there. Awesome. Kevin, where's the best place for our audience to follow you and all the great things you're doing with uh, philanthropy and all the uh, healing tips? <laughs> I don't know if we're doing any philanthropy. Maybe if I make money someday. Um, no, uh, you can follow me at GrillGuy, G-R-I-L-L-G-U-I, GrillGuy on Instagram and TikTok um, and YouTube also. Um, yeah, and catch me at a couple of red uh, red bank run club runs i like to go over the first of every friday um and that's really it yeah uh hopefully can be more involved in some of these events too so let me know when the next one is we'll make sure we can get out to it well we do have some urban repelling happening i in did hear about September, that so we might have to get you up to hartford to repel 14 or 15 stories that sounds terrifying and it sounds like great content so as much as i don't want to do it i i'll do it for the for showbiz baby and, and let me just round this out with, I know like Dino was, was, you know, complimenting my journey, but the, you know, in, in knowing him for seven, eight, nine years, I don't even know how many long it is now, like to just see 
how much this organization has grown in, um, you know, just like the, the number of runners you have, the number of events you're doing, the number of people you have like working and volunteering here, um, the amount of dollars that you're bringing in for like life changing research, um, which we have like a nice little sidebar about like all the stuff that you've been involved in, all the grants you're making there and what's the latest and greatest on that. It's just been like really cool to see this group evolve and the fraternity of the people involved in it and that are giving back and and wanting to eagerly be a part of it um it's just been awesome um so like as we were driving up i was like i'm you know i've always felt thankful that i met you and that i got involved with this and um so it's always just feels nice to just give a little bit back to the group and so we thank you dino for all that man thank you guys for being on the project purple podcast Tony Longo, here we are at the third annual golf outing. Three years you've been doing this. What do you what do you think here? To say that it's a fantastic day is 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 selling it short. Um, I mean, three years in a row, this keeps getting better and better every year. Every year we bring out new people, same people, people that support the cause. Um, it's all about awareness. And I think this brings awareness to our cause in a different way. I think we're reaching people that we normally won't reach, um, getting the word out. The corporate sponsorships are always appreciated. Um, and I think Vin and the team do a fantastic job putting this day together. Hit them straight, buddy. Yeah, Thanks for all the love. Love you, brother. Hey, so here we are, Gina Franco, ambassador extraordinaire. Third year you've been here for the golf outing. You've been here all three years. Yes, I have. This is a great day. So thoughts, feedback as this thing has grown. You've been part of it. You've been part of the community for a while. Yeah, it's really grown. Um, it's amazing to see the repeat golfers. Um, everybody comes in such a good attitude, all coming together for the same united purpose. Um, people are so generous. I, I w usually work the raffle and people are just r really generous, giving such an important good cause that has touched so many people in so many different ways. Today, I'm super excited because my dear love, Darlene, who came to me through Project Purple is being honored tonight. I have goosebumps thinking about her, but she's got something exciting to share tonight. We're going to we keep that wait. under wraps. We can't wait. Hall of Fame inductee for 2023. Just super excited. And, and you know, I, I think is uh, I was out just out on the course, you know, talking to some people. They just talk about like guys that have come over the last couple of years and just how it's uh, it's really grown, you know, yeah. and it's just wild to see from my standpoint and for people like yourself, even that have come back year after year after year to help volunteer and, and help support it is just, uh, it's just really, really special. Thank you. And honestly, I picked up golf a year ago, so I believe I'm going to be hopefully playing next year. I would be honored to play in this tournament. It's an awesome course. Thank you, Shorehaven, for having us every year. Um, yeah, it's a great time. And really, the support has been tremendous, like from Norwalk, Fairfield County, everybody that's given to us. We have a lot of sponsors repeat over and over. Yeah, it's a great time. I'm so glad, glad that it's growing. It's awesome. Thanks, G. You bet. All right. So now we're in Shorehaven Country Club in the clubhouse. I'm here with my good friend, Marco Rojas, who is the assistant general manager here at Shorehaven Country Club. Marco, my question is, you guys are a private country club. 
but allowing a charity, and I know you guys work with various other groups, but for us, it's been special. This has been our home for our charity, Golf Classic, now three years in a row. What is it like to give back, you know, for, and I know you've gotten to know our mission a little bit, but, you know, to have this opportunity, I mean, this is a private country club, so you do have to be a member. You can't just drive up and come to dinner or play golf, but to allow charities like Project Purple the opportunity to play at such a magnificent place, what does that mean for you and the staff and for you guys here? Well, thank you very much for being part of uh, of this amazing um, group. Uh, and what you do is very special. So more than anything, um, I would um, thank you for coming to Shorehaven because it's, since we met each other, it's been a pleasure to have you here and host your event at the club. It's special for us to give back to the community and um, for people to come and see our place. It's, uh, it's a beautiful place. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we're always here for you and anything that you need. Well, you know, you're more than welcome at Shorehaven. Well, thank you for allowing us the opportunity to be here because this is really a, a hidden gem, I call it, uh, in Connecticut because, you know, there's no big signage. I, I know we had, we talked before. I've been to Calf Pasture Beach for those that live in the area plenty of times. We used to do a 5K actually at Calf Pasture, and I didn't even know this was here. Um, and it's just an amazing place. It's an amazing experience. You know, since the, the the first year we started, the reviews, I mean, it keeps getting better and better. And that's what I worry about every year. We've been blessed. We've had really good weather, right? But every year seems to get better and better. I know we get better at like the organization and, you know, the facilitation of getting people in and, you know, getting them out on the course. But uh, it's just awesome. And, and the golf here is spectacular. The views, the course is always in amazing shape. And the clubhouse is just you know, it's, it's bellissimo, as we say in Italian, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure, seriously, I mean, to have you here. And for a lot of people to come and visit our place is, is an honor. And I'm happy to work in here. So we have a lot of employees, as you know, how the market goes out there. Yeah. Uh, we always invite everyone who would like to try, you know, the club business to come and start with us. It's always a pleasure. People that you bring in here. So very special. And obviously, it's a good mission. And uh, I hope everybody enjoys it. Awesome. Marco, thank you for another great year. Sure. Thank you. All right, here we are. We're back in the clubhouse. I've got Vin Camp. Vin, third year in a row. <laughs> so far, we've gone through half the day. Uh, what are our thoughts, man? It's like a whirlwind. Or, or whirlwind from, from setup or, you know, starting the planning process from everything that's going on. You know, we get here, we set up and it all comes together. Um, you know, we send the golfers out. It, it is a whirlwind. I think it just flies by. You know, we're halfway through, I think. I just came back in from the course. Golfers are having a great experience out there. I think, you know, the weather will hold off three years in a row for us. And they're having a great time out there. So it's, you know, we've said it before, it's a really special event. And I think year after year, it just keeps getting better and better with the little tweaks and things that we can make to give everyone a great experience. Yeah, we, we've we had really good weather. We've been blessed, right, to have this exceptional weather the last three years on this, this date, whatever date we hold it on. And the course really plays really well when the weather's really nice. Uh, I'm sure when the weather's not great, it probably plays really well too but because they keep really good care of the, the course. But just it makes it that much more special, I think. And, you know, to have 
you know, now three years where the first year we were like, okay, well, you know, we had success, but like, can we get it to the level where we want? And then this year, you know, being a record setting year, sponsors, you know, with regards to the sponsorship, we had a premier sponsor this year. We had more sponsors, the biggest sponsorship year we've had. Mm -hmm. And it just continues to grow, continues to get bigger. We continue to get better. I mean, being out there, you know, I talked to people that were involved the last three years and just talk about how seamless it was this year in terms of registration and just, you know, we keep evolving and getting better. So it really, really has become a special day uh, for us here at Project Purple. Yeah. I mean, and especially those people that have been here since that day one, um, to see that evolution, to see, you know, what this event is turning into as a, as a premier event, um, you know, that we put on, you know, every, you know, once a year. Um, and I think it culminates with some of the ceremonies and stuff we'll have after the dinner and, and the hall of fame ceremony, which, uh, last year was the first year, but extremely, you know, extremely special and, and, you know, a great piece to what this event you know, culminates in a day of golf and then a day of remembering and, and honoring those. Yeah. So it's, I think it's a great, great thing, you know, from front to end. Yeah. It's been, it's been real special, right? Uh, the hall of fame is something that we didn't know would turn into this and it has, and it's just so, so special. So can't wait for tonight's hall of fame inductee. Uh, we've got two people being inducted, um, posthumously Kevin King, and then also uh, survivor Darlene Plavchek. So we're super excited to have them uh, both being inducted into the class of 2023 at tonight's event, which is kind of the culmination of today's great event and all the pomp and circumstance that the Charity Cough Classic has become. Yeah, um, it's going to be a special evening. Um, yeah, and you know, there'll be some tears, I'm sure I had some last year. Um, but it is, it's special, um, you know, cause it allows us to, you know, do what we do and, and honor, you know, those that are battling and those we've lost. And it's a, a special, special day. Like I said, from, you know, the setup at eight o'clock to when that first person comes back, you know, from the, from the course, uh, really special day. Vin, thanks for all you do. And, uh, remember you are, you are Project, Project Purple. Purple. Thank you for listening to this special episode from the Project Purple Charity Golf Classic for 2023. Again, I want to thank all of our sponsors, the board, the staff, the volunteers, the participants, and everyone who made this year's event as special as it was. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being on this journey with us here at Project Purple. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we hope next year, the 2024 Charity Golf Classic is the biggest that we've ever seen. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Until next time, that's a wrap of another episode of the Project Purple Podcast. Yeah.